host, Harla Nivens. Hi, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman show. Our show is a program, is a partner of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. You can find all of the great information there about Love Ministries. Also head to my website. It is carlanivens.com. Well, I wanted to talk to you today about something that um, I have been wrestling with for maybe the last two months or so. Um, and I wanted to share with you basically the the road that the Lord took me down and and the things that I've learned um, as I'm walking with the Lord. I want to talk about those great distractions. You know, in, in our lives, we have so much going on. It's very easy to sometimes get distracted and maybe even get off the path that you want to be on for yourself. I want to talk quickly about Mark 4, 3 through 8. I'll read it for us really fast. It says, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came out, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. So just to kind of recap what that said, there were um, four different things that were listed. The seed fell on hardened path, but birds devoured it up on the hardened path. And then on rocky ground, the soil was shallow. It didn't have deep roots. And so the sun withered it up. And then thorns, thorny ground, the thorns choked the plant out. It wasn't able to grow. And then there is good ground. The good ground produced a whole lot of fruit. Some produced so, so, so much um, overabundance of fruit. So let's think about that scripture this way. This is the way I feel like the Lord led me to think about it. Imagine life is a game. You've got several different things that you that you have to do on your list. You have a schedule, okay, that you have to that you have to keep. You have all the things that you need to do for work. Sometimes at home, you need to prepare some things so that when you get to work, you're ready to go and you can get um, everything on your schedule done at work. You've got chores from home. Um, otherwise, everything is in chaos. When you get home from work, you're not able to actually, you know, cook dinner or whatever you do when you get home and then be able to sit down and relax if you don't do your chores for home. And then you've got your personal goals and your passions, the things that you are working on for yourself. And then you've got your downtime activities that you do for yourself or maybe with friends or maybe with um, your family. Those are kind of all the things that I listed for myself. You may have different things and you may have even more on your list. But then I start thinking, where where is the word of God on my list? 
Where's the word that God gave me for this season of my life? Is that on my list, right? If life is a game, how do we make sure that we are having this atmosphere that when the word of God comes to us, it falls on good ground so that it can produce an overabundance of, um, of, of profits? Well, I really thought, you know what? This And this is going to seem oversimplified. The key to success is in seeking the kingdom, doing his will, and living under the, under the Lord's authority, right? That seems oversimplified. And then even what does that mean? The key to success is in seeking the kingdom, doing the Lord's will, and living under his authority, okay? Well, as I started trying to figure out okay, what do I feel like the word of God for my life is in, in that word? How do I seek the kingdom? How do I live in his will? How do I make sure that he is authority over my life? And that led me to Galatians 5. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And that made me think, okay, Carla, if you are living perpetually in a season that is producing other things than those things, then maybe you aren't seeking the kingdom of God first. Then maybe you aren't living in his will. And, and maybe um, you've gotten, you've put in something else. You've put something else in the place of highest authority in your life. And then I thought, you know what? If you're living in a season of perpetual busyness, you've got bitterness all the time, rage, outbursts, jealousy, fear, no sleep at night, always jockeying for a higher position, no peace, no joy, no fun, no downtime. Okay, those things are the opposite of the way that the Lord would have us um, to live. Now, I would say for me, I went back to the word that the Lord gave me, right? Because, you know, it's February, but in January, you know, we reset. Some people set some goals for themselves, but a lot of times, by the time February comes, we have forgotten all about those things. We're like, you know what? I'm going to have great work-life work -life balance. I am going to do my best at my work every single day. I'm going to get up first. I'm going to read the word of God. I'm going to work out. I'm going to make sure that I'm feeding my spirit things that need to be in there. I'm going to make sure that I'm putting in my body things that um, help it to, to succeed and, and you know help me to function at my highest and best that I can. I'm going to eat green things. You know, I'm going to cook all the time. I'm going to spend time with, um, you know, my family. I'm going to make sure my relationships inside of my home are really strong. I'm going to invest in those relationships. I'm going to invest in those great friendships that I have. We have all of these things that we are going to do that we have written down in January. And then a lot of times, you know, just simply just a couple of weeks later, there's this perpetual business, 
There's bitterness, rage, outbursts, jealousy, fear, no sleep, jockeying for higher position, no peace, no joy, no rest, no downtime, all of those things. What happened to our plan that we said we were going to follow? So we got to go back. You know, what, what did the Lord say? First, the Lord said, you know, to accept him as, um, as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we go there and we say, Lord, you are the Lord of my life. Okay. I want to let go of desires that are distracting me from your word for my life. And then the Lord may have given you a special word for this season that you're supposed to be, um, you know, that you're supposed to be working on and bringing bringing that to life because somebody is waiting for the word that God gave you. Somebody is waiting for you to share this great news of what the Lord is doing in your life with them. So we have to go back to those things, those things that we wrote down for ourselves um, in that quiet place when we were, you know, not distracted and really tracking with what the Lord would have for us and for, you know, our life. Am I saying that we're not going to work hard and that we're going to have seasons that, you know, we're going to be hustling? You're going to work hard. You know, that's that's impossible not to do. We're all going to work hard. But in in your working, in the things that we all have to accomplish, there should be this lightness and there should be this freeness and there should be this fruitfulness. And if you get to a place where you see that, that's no longer there. You don't see it in yourself anymore. You don't see it in your life anymore. You can always go back to the word God gave you and, and start afresh, start new and make sure that the fruitfulness that is coming from your work and from your spirit reflects the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You can look that up in Galatians 5. Well, I hope that that word, you know, just kind of set off a spark in you. And I hope that um, you have been helped by that and that you would go back to the word that God gave you and, and just get recommitted just very lightly. There should be no shame and there should be no guilt in this. Just very lightly go back and say, okay, I'm going to start afresh. I'm going to make sure that I am seeking the kingdom of God first, that I am living according to his will for my life, that I am placing him as the authority over my life because I want the word of God to fall on good soil for me. And I want to win this game that we call life. But winning this game as we call life is being fruitful. Um, is doing the things that God would have us to do. And we're going to have a good harvest. We're going to have an abundant harvest um, as we do those things. I want to invite you to one thing uh, before we close. My friend Courtney and Kelly, Courtney Kelly and I are going to be in San Antonio at the San Antonio African American Book Festival. They are celebrating the power of Black literature, and it's hosted by the Friends of Carver Library. We're going to be there Saturday, February 25th, noon to 5 p.m. 
3310 East Commerce Street in San Antonio, Texas, 78220. Courtney Kelly and I, we are both authors. Courtney is the uh, children's book author that I've had on the show before. You can check out those shows if, um, if you miss them. I think she's been on a couple of shows with me. She's a great friend of mine. She wrote the book, Celeste Saves the City. So she will be there with her book and I will be there with the book um, that I wrote, the devotionals that I wrote for leaders, true leaders with heart. So if you're in San Antonio or if you can get there on Saturday, February 25th from noon to five, come out and join us. You know, I thought one one final thought. When I get to the place in my life, my my life is, is marked by um, creativity, Usually I'm always writing a couple of things um, at the same time. When I get to the place where I am over busy or you know too tired, haven't had time to rest, and I'm noticing that the fruit of the spirit is not coming out in my life the way um, that it should, it's also marked for me also with a lack of creativity. And so um, that is, I take that as one of my signs when I haven't had time to have enough time to write, um, to dig into the word of God and to, you know, use my creative juices. When those aren't flowing, then I know that there's something off and I've got to get back to, um, to that balance. And so you may have something like that as well when your creativity is off or, um, you like to, you know, cook these elaborate meals. And when you haven't had time to sit down and plan something and, um, and, and you know, cook, cook an elaborate meal or whatever it is, baking, sewing, you know, all, all of those things that we do that kind of feed us um, and kind of give us that great downtime. When you notice those things are off, think about the fruit of the spirit. Do I have the fruit of the spirit? Are those things coming out in my life? Okay, that is a clue. Let's go back to the word God gave me and see what it is that I can do to let go of some of those desires that really are distracting me from winning this game called life. Well, I hope you have a great week. We, we will see you back here next time. Again, my name is Carla Nivens. I'm your host for Every Heart, Every Woman. Our show is a partner with Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can get all of the great information about Love Ministries as you head to their website. Just go to loveministriesbuilds.org. And you can also take a look at my website, carlanivens.com. Be blessed.